This is episode number 10 of Under 10, a mini podcast on intimacy with Dr. Jessica Tartaro. That's me. Last episode, I talked about going to therapy. This week, I want to talk about feeling feelings, what's at the heart of every therapy or healing journey. I call this episode Grounded Yearning, the Powerful Art of Breaking Open. Now, psychologists have a term for feeling the big uncomfortable feelings. It's called distress tolerance. Um, Not the easiest uh, term to swallow, but the idea there is that we're learning to ground ourselves when we feel overwhelmed. I think the risk with that terminology, even though it's such an important practice, is that we overlook the possibility that the distress or discomfort has something of value to us. I just think there's more to it. Okay, bear with me as you take this in. I want to propose that we've kind of given feelings a bad rep. Um, Try on with me the possibility that it was never the feelings themselves responsible for the discomfort. That the discomfort comes from the mismatch between the space those feelings need, especially the big feelings, and the space we give them. Big feelings need big space. But the more we squeeze down and contract and avoid and isolate, the more pressure inside those feelings create. Think about an ocean trying to get through a garden hose. So the discomfort is the misfit between the big feelings and the small space we habitually give them. And then our work may be to give the feelings more space. So to that end, instead of calling it distress tolerance, I'd like you to think of this practice as yearning. Okay, so in this context, I'm defining yearning as the practice of on purpose inhabiting the space between the feeling and any action that would change the feeling. You can think of it like the emotional space in between the wanting and the having and the willingness to hang out there and even enjoy the scenery, so to speak. This idea is also at the heart of most spiritual practices. I titled this episode, not just yearning, but grounded yearning, because there is great wisdom in pacing yourself inside of this practice. You actually have to be grounded, in fact, to receive the benefit of yearning. Otherwise, the emotions, the bigness of them, can just suck you into the undertow. I want my emotions to energize me, inspire me, expand me, but not drown me. So going back to that term, distress tolerance, it's vital that you actually have distress tolerance or self-soothing practices if you're going to build a yearning practice. In the show notes, I'm going to include resources, including a podcast and a book that cover and beautifully cover distress tolerance and self-soothing skills, which I won't be covering in this episode. But just think of uh, walking or other physical activities, uh, journaling, um, making a list of the pros and cons of something, taking a bath, curling up with a cozy blanket. Please make sure that you start a yearning practice with the question, how grounded am I? And if the answer is not very, then take a breath and consider some of these examples I listed or others you may have or you'll find in the resources to settle your system before enacting and throughout enacting this practice. Okay, so 
if you want to give this a try, let's, let's try an experiment. Um, imagine an impulse, um, a, a, an urge towards something. I'll offer a few examples, see if any have juice for you. I see that chocolate brownie and I want to eat it. I'm irritated at my child or partner and I want to yell at them. I'm attracted to someone and I want to avoid them. Or I'm attracted to someone and I want to be near them all the time. Here's the last one. There's someone who is different from me and I want to judge or blame them. Now, imagine pausing between the impulse, the first part of the statement, and the doing something in response to the impulse, the second part of the statement, the making the feeling diminish or go away. Okay, take a breath with me. And now imagine inhabiting that terrain between the impulse and the gratifying of the impulse as if this was your destination with wonder, curiosity, and welcome. Okay, this is the space that we skip over, rush through, and try to make go away if we have distress as bad. But what I'm referring to as yearning is a willingness to go there on purpose. Okay, so if you did the exercise and you're kind of like groaning uh, right now, you're probably tuned in to what I'm talking about. Okay, so here's the next part of the practice. So what does it actually feel like? Without story, name in a physical way what you're noticing. And as you do so, see if you can take a breath and drop in just a little further into the feeling as if, here's the strange part, you were even savoring this thing that you once wanted to avoid. Okay, so I'm gonna give you a personal example. Um, At this moment, I am in the middle of some unresolved tension with someone that has gone on for weeks. And as I think about it, I notice actually immediately a pressure in my temples, a gritting like in my back teeth, a prickling around my upper back and down the back of my arms. There's also this slight leaning forward, like I need to leap into something. Okay, so again, see if you can notice in your own body the particulars of your physical experience of what you may wish to avoid. And I want to acknowledge, it's not easy for me to feel all of this. My own habit is to move away from it. But once I did this exercise just now, as I did this exercise, I sort of relax. It wasn't actually as bad as I expected. Feelings by definition make us feel out of control because they're not voluntary, they're involuntary. We don't have a knob for fear that we can turn on and off. It's adaptive to want to get back into control and to escape the sensation. For example, um, eating too much or getting really intellectual and justifying yourself, lashing out, staying busy. There's a very long, endless list of how we can avoid feelings. The healing part of this journey is to choose to dip a toe on purpose into the possibility of feeling more of the feelings. They will stretch us and the feeling will be one of something breaking. But this is not the breaking apart that may have devastated us in the past. Here's where I get back to the title. 
It's a breaking open. Okay, you're right that it will break you. But as long as you stay grounded and as long as you are safe to begin with, my invitation here is to consider the possibility that you may break open into a bigger, more capable, more joyous uh, and joy-capable version of yourself than before. Um, Choosing feeling literally stretches my emotional holding tank. In preparation for this episode, I listened to Samuel Barber's Adagio for Strings. If you Google uh, saddest classical music pieces, you'll find it, and you'll probably recognize it too. At six and a half minutes in, when the violins strain to an impossible, heart-wrenching crescendo, my eyes water and burn, my chest aches. I don't have a story but I feel the feelings. It's a mix of melancholy and hope and gratitude. In a weird way, I love this feeling. And I'm very familiar with this piece. I've worked with it for years, this piece of music. The feelings it conjures for me are rich and layered. It puts me in my body. It's so real. My my thoughts and my rumination and my stories are not. Now, it takes a lot of intention to welcome this ache, but it also rewards me with a fullness that I say yes to. So here's this week's practice. Pick an impulse. Notice the space between the desire and the gratification and map that space. What are the physical sensations, tastes, smells, sounds, and textures? What are your thoughts there? What happens in your emotional body? I have a feeling that the space that you will be growing by saying yes to the yearning will make the kind of space we all need more of in our worlds right now. This is Dr. Jessica Tartaro with Under 10, a mini podcast on intimacy. Oh, 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 oh.